Hi, welcome again to Supernaturally Dangerous. Thank you so much for joining in with me today. We're going to learn about the pitfalls of the supernatural that come from the angel of light to deceive us away from God. This deception can make us supernaturally dangerous. But the good news is that there are guidelines in the Word of God that will foolproof our walk with Him. So be prepared to write down a lot of scripture. Go ahead and get your Bibles and a pen and paper. We will be reading out of 2 Corinthians 11, 14, 11 verses 14 and 15. But first, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for a new day. And I ask you to open up our understanding and give us clarity of your word. Help us to grow in the knowledge that comes from you and your word. Guide us into all truth by your Holy Spirit. For you are our teacher and our friend. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Episode 2, Angel of Light. A quote from Derek Prince, a man that had a great deliverance ministry. He said, the greatest single danger in the end time is not sickness, nor poverty, nor persecution. It is deception. So true today is the spirit of deception at work and comes from the angel of light, Satan. Our text is 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen and 16. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as the angel of light, so that, so that it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will, will correspond to their deeds. In these verses, you find the word disguise referring to Satan. This word means to, to conceal or mask. Satan disguised himself in a masquerade so he cannot be detected. I want to start off with the story that we will find in the book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 16 to 18. This young girl had the demons of deception working through her life. Verse 1, And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain, by smooth saying, the same followed Paul and us and cried saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which showed us the way to salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you, in the name of Jesus, to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. This young girl was a medium 
that foretold the future and the demons would speak through her. She had a spirit of Python, of all Pythons, known as the Greek god of prophecy, that made a lot of money for his owners, for her owners. Paul was annoyed by her and and by the demon that spoke out of out of the girl. That's why he shouted at her with such authority. In the name of Jesus, the anointed one, I cast you out. Paul was grieved at the unhappy condition the maid was in, being possessed with a spirit, and that the people were so imposed upon and deluded by it. The girl had the people deceived by believing something that was not true which was that she was okay and that she served the true God and that she could relate to Paul. But Paul knew and saw behind the deception that she wasn't, that she wasn't okay and in fact possessed by the demon of Python. The evil spirit in her, just like the subtle serpent, wanted to dishonor the gospel, something she was designed to gain credit to herself and her prophecies, and so to increase her master's profit by pretending to be interested in the apostles. Others think that Satan, who can transform himself into this angel of light and can say anything for his purpose, designed this to disgrace the apostles, as if their so-called gods were the same as a group of people sharing the same divine gifts with the apostles. But Paul, being filled with the Spirit of God, caught on and therefore rebuked the spirit out of, the spirits out of her. He was so grieved it troubled him to see that the damsel made an instrument of Satan to deceive people, and to see the people imposed upon by her divinations. The devil uses the spirit of deception, which is aimed at believers that are not walking in the spirit, in order to bring great harm to their lives. This can happen when they put their guard down and go for what, what looks or sounds better than God's way but it doesn't line up with the word of God. That is when people fall under deception. John eight forty four, For he is a liar and the father of it. The devil will try to use his lies of deception with clever trickery to get us to doubt God and his goodness. And he is crafty and diabolic in his schemes to bring us down. But when we are walking in the Spirit of God, we will spot him out a mile away. You will smell the rat that he is because the Spirit of God will reveal it to you. We must always compare things to the Word of God. And if we are still in doubt, we need to ask God to reveal and expose the enemy, the promoter of all wickedness which is the father of lies, 
the deceiver, the manipulator, Satan. Scripture is the infallible truth that will be a guiding post in order to be able to discern the supernatural, whether it is coming from God or the devil and his demons. In my research of of the history of the church and great revivals of times past, I have found that in great moves of God of the supernatural, people were deceived. These same revivals that got themselves into trouble because they were not trusting God anymore. They were not trusting God to lead them and guide them. But they were into themselves and the sensation of the supernatural. They were after what felt good and looked good, but didn't line up with the Word of God. But because miracles and signs and wonders were still happening, they felt I could still be immoral and sin, and everything is still fine and dandy. This is where the deception lies in. These churches fell into the web of, de- of deception that will serve as a wake-up call for all of us who embrace the supernatural ministry of the Holy Spirit. And that is, and that, is that we must be diligent in carrying out the biblical commands of the Word of God. And that comes from testing the spirits and to judge prophetic utterances and supernatural manifestations. 1 John 4 verses 1 to 5 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby, Know ye that the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, is not of God. And this is that that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now is already in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. See, we have to understand that Satan does not come to us in a devil suit and a pitchfork. He comes to us as an angel of light, as Paul warns us in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen. The enemy will come at you with temptation and accusations to go against the solid word of God. Listen to me very carefully. There is a lot of deception out there in the world to try and deceive us from the truth of God and God's word. And if we are not careful, we will be swept away. So that is why we need the Holy Ghost 
and we need the fire of God inside of our life. Our protection is in staying in the light of Jesus and walking in the Spirit. We are no longer in darkness, but in the light of Jesus. So therefore, we must stay in the light and making sure it is the light of Jesus and not the angel of light, as the Bible warns us. So then, how can Satan deceive us if we are walking in the light of Jesus? That's just it. He can't. But it's when we are in darkness, like the men that Paul has described in the same chapter, that men, they were these men were full of deception, false apostles. You'll find that in First John chapter one, verse seven, and Ephesians five eight. But you and I, as believers, we must beware of false prophets and those that walk in darkness. First Thessalonians five five. In all these verses, Paul's discussion is about the deceptive people in the house of God. Our eyes have to be open, John 14, 6. His spirit of truth enlightens us, and his discernment guides us into all truth, John 16, 13. 1 John 2, 20 tells us that we have his anointing to know all truth. Don't ever get to a place where you can get deceived by Satan by believing his lies and going for the easy road. That only happens when we allow ourselves to be bound up again by darkness. So let's stay the course of walking in the Spirit and you will be safe because you will see in the light of Jesus what is truth. Did you know that most occults start off with the gifts of the supernatural? I've seen many false things in my life. Grave suckers, Bible tokers, Jesus tarot cards, Christian borderline fortune tellers. I tell you, stay away, far away. I have no problem with people that claim to talk to angels and visit heaven every so often. But if their lives do not match up with the word of God and they cause people to sin and are, li- and are living a life of deception, run away. Go far away from those things. You will know them by their fruits. Matthew 7 verses 15 to 20. Let's read from Galatians 1, 6-9. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Jesus unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven 
preach any other gospel unto you that than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be a curse. As we said before, so I say now again, if any man preaches any other gospel unto you, then that ye have received, let him be a curse. So be careful, my friend, that everything is lined up with the word of God. The word of God is plain and accurate and doesn't need anyone to add or take away. I love the word of God, don't you? So don't let anyone distort it with anything that will divert you from Christ. A red flag that I like to go by is when they leave out Jesus Christ crucified and risen again. Or they repeat the same thing over and over, but never mention Christ. Like they might say, oh, go to the light. Find the light. And they repeat it over and over. Oh, go to the light. But they don't mention Jesus is the light. Or when people never mention, or when people mention themselves and take the focus off of Christ. I'm just saying, does this happen today? Yes, it does. Tragically, America is obsessed with celebrity idol worship. They foolishly rely upon deceiving teachers and images on TV, like Oprah Winfrey, who is teaching and promoting heresies. She is leading millions of women into the new age lie and away from the truth in Christ. They like to say, oh, there's another way. There's not just one way to God. They'll even go as far to say, there's not just one way to Jesus. There are many ways, just like the young girl in the book of Acts. Here are a few steps that you can take from being deceived. One, use the Bible to the standard which by every spirit is judged. Let the word of God be your final authority and don't change even a fraction to fit your agenda or any false prophets. Two, test the spirits. The Bible commands us to try the spirits. And you do this by seeing what fruit is it is bearing and align it with the word of God. Three, avoid spiritual pride. Spiritual pride is thinking that God only speaks to you and not your leaders. God is a God of order. Watch out from people that say, I've heard from God and I don't need anyone else. Remember, the stronghold of deception is pride. We must stop trying to be important and simply be obedient to the Lord. Four, stop chasing the sensational. Let the supernatural just happen. 
Don't try to make it happen or exaggerate your experience to, sound, to make yourself sound so spiritual. Just speak truth. Just let it happen. And when it does, it will be beautiful. And you will feel God's peace. Five, don't lust after power of the supernatural. I've seen people get very prideful and want the power of God when they get into the supernatural things of God. And they love the attention that it brings to them. And they even lust after it. That's all they could think of. We are nobodies without Christ. And we should give all honor and glory to God when he chooses to use us. So be careful not to be deceived by Satan and follow these guidelines and they will keep you safe. Let us pray now. Just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, have mercy on me and bless me with discernment and please, Lord, cause your face to shine upon me, that your ways may be known upon the earth, and that your salvation will be among the nations. May you give us a love and a hunger for your word and for truth, and sharpen our discernment and the courage to speak and walk in the spirit of all truth, I ask you to forgive me for pride and my desire for wrong attention. Help me to yield to your Holy Spirit and to think of others more highly than myself. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for all them, all those that are listening. I pray, Father God, that you would touch them wherever they're at, in their car, in their homes, at work. I pray right now that you touch them and help them, encourage them, strengthen them, give them understanding of the things they just heard and revelation. Give them a hunger to study your word. And right now, Father, I pray for those that are discouraged, that you will encourage them. Those that are broken, that you will help them and strengthen them, comfort them. Those that are in pain, I pray right now against that pain. I rebuke that pain in their bodies. I pray for complete healing upon them. Lord, and those that are confused, I pray for a spirit of peace to rest upon them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Till next Monday, I hope you can join me again and invite someone else to listen in with you. Next week's Bible study is Beware of Counterfeit Spirits. Thank you. Shalom and goodbye.